Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Yeah, welcome to Sound City Radio. Life. Where I live. Yo, I live. You in the building, man. Yes, sir. You might just give him the title, man. We're going to keep it moving. Good people, good people out there. The title today is Bloodlines. Bloodlines and who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? We only know who your daddy is because your mother told you who your daddy is. Which well, that is very important to people. Think about it. You came out of your mom in the hospital, hopefully, at home. Your mother or a family member took care of you. And as far back as you can remember, most people was like two or three. You know? Some people five, six. Some people seven, eight. This man was present. Your mother said, "This is your father." And it, I mean, that's just something to think about. You know, I'm not trying to put anybody's mind down or to disrupt families, but what I'm saying is, who your mother is. Now, the more the story is today, though, truthfully, you know, we're always truthful in here. Is your blood lineage? You know, recently I wrote an article on social media. And, uh, you know, it's a lot going on with just blood which people don't understand. I mean, they have a dating website that matches you to blood type. Because you don't want to just meet somebody and find out you can't have children with this person. You know, you might fall in love, I want to have kids, blah, 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 and y'all can't even have children because you're two different blood types. So obviously an intelligent mind would say, hmm, what is it that separates us from mixing DNA to bring forth a combination of A and B to bring about C? Simple equation, one, two, three. Well, three can't come into existence if one and two can't get together. Simple mathematics, right? We're going to keep it simple. One, two, three, A, B, C, okay? Now, 
it all determined your RH factors. And it was like, well, okay, what is that? Well, RH stands for the reefless monkey. Reefless monkey is a little red monkey in India. This little red monkey has a DNA history with 85% of the population of the entire planet. Somehow, this primate DNA got into almost, almost the planet. 10% or 15, 10% of the world does not have being present in your bloodstream. So, that 10%, you might meet that 10%, and you will not be able to have children unless the mother takes Rogan, which will stop her body from attacking the baby, and therefore you guys can have children. So, the topic was so interesting and so controversial because so many people were so angry because a lot of people don't understand how is it that we have this monkey's DNA in our blood? Well, people, you might not like it, you know. You might not understand it. You know, people don't understand. They, they they get upset about it or they get a little confused with the situation. But there was a guy named Darwin. He was a scientist. He had a, a philosophy. It was a hypothesis. Well, now it's a fact. He believed that a hominid, one hominid, Survived all the other hominids, and that's our ancestors. Well, they found hominid in uh, Africa. Her name was Lucy. She's about one point five million years old. She was the early what they call Homo sapien, and we are considered later Homo sapien. Now, a lot of people in certain communities. Not even want to discuss this on no level, but you can't refute it because now, if you marry somebody and they don't have the roof of DNA present in the blood, you can not have children. So, like it or not, people, there's some science to this whole philosophy, and it's not a hypothesis no more. It's a fact. It's true. Okay, your ancestor is this Rufus primate. So let's go back a little bit. A hominid is not the Lord of the Rings when they say hobbit. A hominid is an early primate that doesn't even exist in Let's say like um, Neanderthal. The form of a hominid. And again, like I said, the early Homo sapiens. Okay? Like three to four feet. And uh, they were hairy, but not hairy as, as, you know, a primate you would see. 
they walk upright like we do, and they have symptoms like we do. If you look at most primates, their feet is like their hand almost. It's like they have four hands. So the hominid was different. It was more human-like. So somewhere in the past 5,000 years, you know, because remember I stated Lucy goes, Yeah, people, how y'all doing? Hey, well, it looks like she just fell up again on us. And this is Who's Your Daddy? And we practice freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. All we ask you to do is be real, be safe, and be ready. You back, man? Yeah. Yes, sir, I'm back. Drop that fire. Nah. So, yes, uh, yes, uh, we're back at it again. So, as I was stating earlier, we was getting into how things came about here, which uh, some people really don't like to talk about. But now it affects us presently, so we have to discuss this. Okay? I'm a blood donor. I'm O. So O is universal. I don't have any antigens on my blood. Only A and B have antigens. So because I don't have any antigens, my blood can go in anybody's body. And if you have antigens, your antigens will just join on the, my blank, my clean slate bloodline. And then that my blood produces antibodies, antibodies that fight things like cancer and HIV and things like that. So I wanted to know, you know, the Red Cross sending me letters, thank you, you saved lives, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to know, like, what is it about this whole blood thing? You know what I mean? Now, I went to nursing school. You know, I studied um, um, hematology, just blood pathology, you know, blood-borne and blood bodies and blood situations. But But what I really wanted to get into today was how the past affects the future, okay? I have a son. My son's mother was a different RH factor than me, so she had to take Rogam in order to take Rogam to have the child because she wanted the child. So this is important. She could not move forward with the pregnancy until she took a shot. And, you know, me, as an educated man, I wanted to know what's going on here. So if I marry this woman, any pregnancy we have will be difficult. 
not to take nothing away from her. She's a very, very, very beautiful woman. Just a very good mother and, a, you know, a positive sister. But that's why this is so important, you know. My grandfather didn't want to hear anything about this whole situation. He, you know, he was a you know, very religious man, and he believed that we were made from the dust of the earth, you know. And uh, we were told to be fruitful and just multiply. I'm not saying he wasn't made from the dust. I mean, something was made a long time ago from something. Something began. Or maybe things were just put in motion. Who knows? They wasn't there. Okay? But what we do know is that either you have an RH factor positive or you have an RH factor negative. Either this Rufus monkey is inside of you or he's not. Period. And you'll find out if you want to have kids with somebody who's a different RH factor. Now, fortunately enough, most of the planet is RH positive, which means the monkey's inside of most people. Which means the average two people can just get together and have as many kids as they want. But you never know. You might run across that 10%. I mean, look what happened to my son's mother. You know, she ran into me. Okay, so 80% of the planet, I wouldn't be able to have, um, well, 40%, half of the 80, you know, if I met just a random sister somewhere, you know, the chances of us having children will be slim to none because a different RH factor probably. But it just might be that 10% out there that could. And then the chances of that child having RH factor negative will be 90%. So basically what can happen is if more RH negative people got together and had children, the RH negative population would increase. But what's really interesting in all this, besides the red monkey and Indian, the Rufus monkey is the ancestors the most, is if you don't have this Rufus monkey DNA present in your system, then what do you have present in your system? Where did you come from if you didn't come from a primate? Now, that's the question to ask. And I didn't get in that social media because enough people was pissed just to find out that they had an ancestor from India who was a monkey. So that's a good question, people. You know, I want you to think about that. I'm not even going to give you the answer. I want you to do a little research. If 80% of the planet comes from this Rufus monkey's DNA or have it present within their their body, the 10% that don't have this primate in their DNA, what do they have in their DNA and where do they come from? Because the RH negative is not related to the Rufus monkey in India. So this might sound a little bit um, confusing to some, but what I'll, 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 I'll recap a little bit. There are two blood types. There are RH positive, which means the Rufus monkey from India is inside of your DNA. And then you have RH negative, which means the Rufus monkey is not present in your DNA. Why is this important? Because if you want to have children with someone who's RH negative, 
often you have to take a shot called Rogam, which stops the body from attacking the baby. Remember, if you wanted to get married, I don't know how old most of you people are on this phone, but if you wanted to get married, like in the 50s, 60s, even the 70s, you had to take a blood test first. They would not marry people who had different RH factors. Why? Because they're two different species. And because they're two different species, they cannot have children together. The body will reject the baby and kill it. So I think that's kind of important, people. I don't know about you. you know, I might be wrong. Now, I'm speaking from experience. Again, I met a young lady, my ex-wife, beautiful woman. Seriously, you know, us men are some, you know, very immature, and it was my fault why we separated. But things happen. But anyway, we didn't know each other's blood type. She got pregnant. The doctor said she couldn't keep the child or she took a shot. Why? We had different RH factors. So it's important, people. It's very, 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 very important that you know about this. Rather, I don't care what you believe as far as your religious background. This is real. It's so real, it ain't even funny. Who knows? I might marry again. You know what I mean? I might meet a woman as RH positive, like most people. She won't be able to have kids unless she took a shot. That's why this is important. You talk about bloodlines and royal bloodlines. Now, this is the kicker. Most monarchs in Africa, Europe, India, Asia, <clears throat> Australia, even South America, most of the population is RH positive. Most monarchs are RH negative. Now, go figure. Why are the royal bloodlines RH negative? Was that done intentionally? Mm. The prophetic bloodline. You know, people keep track of prophets and their descendants. RH negative. This is deep. Like, people are like, Ooh, you know, I don't want to hear about no damn monkey. What a monkey in you? Maybe. He might not. But why people, whoever are in power or situations like that are RH negative? What is it? What is it about that bloodline? Again, if you didn't come from this Rufus monkey, then where did you come from? <clears throat> where did you come from? Now, there is one religious group that really pay attention to the whole situation. If you pay, if you listen to what they say, they say the sacred blood of their Messiah, the Catholic religion, the sacred heart, the sacred blood, blah, blah, blah. Now, the heart is important because it moves the blood through the body. The heart is important because it's, it's more powerful than the brain. Most people understand it. The heart is in control, not the brain. The brain is a CPU. The heart is like the the soul, the, the power, the, the battery, you know what I mean, is 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 pumping, it's moving, it's generating electricity, it's moving chi. Man, they said the sacred blood. And he was like, Well, what is the sacred blood? 
This is important, people. All this plays a part. Okay? Like I stated earlier, and this is a fact, the prophetic bloodlines are a negative. There are people who keep track of prophets and descendants of prophets. And that's how they can track who these people are related to and where they came from. A lot of them are put in the position of monarch, you know, the king of Saudi Arabia, King Abdul. You know, he's a descendant of someone important. Okay, he's RH negative. The Rufus Monk is not inside of him. Now, I'm not here. I'm not putting nobody down. I'm not saying nobody better than nobody. We people need each other. And the reason I brought this up is because childbirth. You might meet somebody you love or you want to have children with, you know. I mean, my wife separated. You know, my son is, what, 12, 13 now. Okay? They moved to another state. You know, they doing pretty good, you know. Again, she's a very nice young lady. But after that, I waited almost two years before I dated anybody. And I finally met somebody, and they liked me. And they was like, oh, you know, I want to get married, have children. Well, they're AB positive. They could never have children. Unless they took a shot. They didn't know that. I knew that because I started donating blood. And when I started donating blood, I found out my RH factor and I wanted to do a little bit more research. So it's that deep. I mean, you could meet people that you like and you want to be with and blah, blah, blah. But they do have a way around it. Again, you can take Rogan. And Rogan will help you to keep your child. Otherwise, your body will just abort it. It will see the parasite as a foreign enemy and attack it and just destroy it. Back in the day before Rogan was invented, they said that it was just God's way of saying people, two people shouldn't mix blood types. That's, that was the official saying. That's why the church was the government, you know, not, not long ago and the church decided who can get married who couldn't and they make you take a blood test and after the blood test then they will determine if you can be married or not and they just simply wrote it off as God saying you you, you two shouldn't mix well science was like no we can stop the woman from attacking the baby and the baby can come and be a normal baby and Rogan was invented and therefore people were coming into the world who normally wouldn't come into this world and when the children come, they come RH negative. So we will have an increase of RH negative people in the future, for sure. So the ratio, again, to RH negative to RH positive is 15% of the planet is RH negative. 85% of the planet is RH positive. R-H, again, stands for Rufus. Who is Rufus? Rufus is a little red monkey in India. Now, I don't know if this is important to you guys, but I found it important and interesting. You know, like, why did my blood cure cancer? It creates antibodies that destroy most internal cancers, not melanoma. If you get skin cancer, I'm, you know, that's just something. 
outside of you, but internal cancers. Most of them can be fought with certain antibodies. And and how I found out because the, the Red Cross was calling me every 15 minutes. You know, we need more blood. I said, I just gave you blood. You trying to drain me to death. You took two pints. You know, <laughs> like we, you know what I mean? Like, we need blood. And I'm like, why? What is it about this blood? Like, what are y'all doing? Drinking? Y'all having a party or something? He's like, no, 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 no. And then they explained to me what was going on. They hadn't seen anything like this before. And the people that they were helping with this, you know, it was like a walking miracle or something. And I was glad to help. You know, I didn't even charge them. I said, listen, I make this stuff for free. It's like an oil change. You get two pints every other month. We keep it moving. Interesting stuff here, people. You know, and if, if it was you, would you do it? That's another thing. You know, if you found out your blood can help somebody, would you help people? Now, some people don't believe in blood transfusions. They say you shouldn't mix it, blah, blah, blah. Now, it's interesting that you can transfuse blood because it's O into anybody. All right, that's something. But you can't have kids with everybody. Now, I can literally donate blood to you, no matter what your blood type is or your RH factor, and your body would accept that. It's called universal donor. You can take my blood intravenously, but if you try to have a child, most women will not be able to carry the baby. That's very interesting. So, I found it so interesting enough that I wrote an article about it on social media. I wrote an article on Twitter, and, you know, my secret Twitter account, man, people was just... People had all kinds of comments. Some people was mad. They want to talk about religion. Other people was intrigued. They heard about it, but they wanted to know more. And on Facebook, you can't really write articles on Instagram. But on Facebook, um, I got uh, quite a, a lot of feedback. A lot of people just was like, wow, you know, because most people don't know. They don't even care. You know, they just eat, drink, go to the bathroom, go to bed, go to work, go home, go back to bed, go to work, go home, go to bed. Go work, go home, eat, go work, go home, eat, go work, go home, eat. They just live in life. You know, they didn't stop, and, and nothing took them out of that cycle. You know, they're still in that, that cycle. Nothing stopped them and said, hey, look, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Like, this is what's going on. This is what's inside you. And, I mean, is it important? Probably not to most people because, again, 85% of the planet, nine times out of ten, you meet somebody same blood type as you. It's going to be a match. 90%. If you meet ten people, nine of them are going to be RH positive, like most people on the call. You understand? So... Is it important? No, because most people you meet, you'll be able to have children with if you want to have children, and y'all can keep moving forward. But just in case you meet that one person who is our age negative, and you will not be able to bring children forth unless you get that shot of that road game. So, people, 
I found it important. I found it important enough to write an article on the situation. I was shocked at the responses I got from those people. And uh, I, I, I believe that if more research was done, we could even look further into the situation. What I do really like, though, is how the little, uh, the ruthless monkey has really, <laughs> really extended itself into so, so much of the population. Because, you know, that's, that's one thing, another thing that really baffles scientists. How could this little red monkey, I mean, this monkey's only like two feet and red. It's very red. It goes from like a pinkish color to deep red, like a red delicious apple. And it's not really hairy, you know. Um, it's well one 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 variation of the monkey is long hair, and then the other one has short hair. You can see the red skin through the fuzz. It's not something you see every day. It's kind of like wow, you know. And when I was in science class down in Rice, when I was learning practical organic chemistry in Houston. They actually had one of the monkeys at the local zoo. The monkey was on exhibit, and it was traveling. It was live, you know. And when we walked in, it was just, just it was a little bigger than the other ones. It was like uh, three feet and husky. It, it when you walked in the room, you it, it was this. This was the short hair one that was really red, like a red delicious. You felt like you was it was a human, like not just some animal at a zoo, and it actually moved different and it looked different. And it looked up at you real slow, and he was like, wow. And the professor was like, this is, you know, the descendant of 80% of the planet. And I mean, at the time, I'm like, this one is crazy, you know. <laughs> he was like, these people, these universities, boy, they make up anything. And, you know, me going around, grandpa and pop, you know, we came from dust, man, you know. This ain't my ancestor. Whoa, when my son was born, I found out, or I slapped in the face, like, yeah, this is it. This is real. This is the situation. It's true. Like it or not. So, daddy, red monkey, say no. <laughs> oh, man, but listen, you know, all right, so Planet of the Apes, stuff like that, when they be coming out with the movies, it, it, it is a subliminal message in this stuff, of course. All right, so what about the, What about Black Panthers? Yeah, the feline, you know what I mean? And it's interesting, you mentioned the feline. Um, cat blood is different. It's like canine blood is different. So, yeah, I mean, if you... If, Feline descendants. So the Black Panther. I mean, obviously he was incorporated into the Panther Society and and uh, you know shape shifting human panthers. Um, the only thing with uh, felines, leukemia. You know, a cat lifespan is much shorter than other primates. A cat falls into the primate. I mean, mammal. Cat is considered a mammal, you know. It has young and it it it, it has teats, and the young feed off of the uh, the teats and get the nutrients it needs. 
the cat lifespan is much shorter than um, uh, a human lifespan. Um, and most uh, the whole feline kingdom is affected by uh, leukemia. It's called feline leukemia. It's a very serious problem within the cat family. It's, uh, it kills cats. It's a certain cancer. That's a lot of information. Yeah, hold on. Uh huh. Um. Hello? Yo, you said that? Where you uh, I'm on a conference call. You on a conference call, too. You got anything you want to say? Conference call about what? We're talking about blood types, RH factors, you know, the roof is monkey and your blood and not in your blood. DNA? Yes. Yeah. You know about that? What's your blood type DNA? I actually don't know. I don't wow. know. Wow. Is that, is that bad? Well, no. If you wanted to have a child, let's say we, 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 we grew to like each other. We wanted to get married and have kids. I'm always negative, so if you always positive, you wouldn't be able to do it. Want me what? I said if two people met and one right. of them is always positive and one of them always negative, they wouldn't be able to have children. Oh, okay. Oh, biologically, they wouldn't be able to have kids. Yes. Okay, well, now we'll find that out when I go find out why we can't have kids. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that would be a part of that, yeah. So is, um, that, is that's important to you, right, sister? Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be factoring. I mean, but that was that was something I would probably go into because you know how it is if you want to be ready to have a baby. I mean, so when you're not making it, then you go see what's going on. So you will find it out. But, right. I mean, yeah, I guess that is. I mean, I guess that would be. You, I guess that. Yes, it, it is important. I mean, that's right. important. You know that. Yeah. It's very important. You from having to trying to find out, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Right. It's all good. Exactly. So the whole conversation on the show was basically about blood and descendants. You know, like, you know, RH factor. What is RH? RH stands for the ruthless monkey. So either the ruthless monkey's in your DNA or he's not in your DNA. And if he's not in your DNA, then you can't breed with somebody that he's in their DNA. The Black Panther? You <laughs> The brother just asked him about the Black Panther. It probably tapped into all that. That's why. Because I'm sure it probably tapped into that. I mean, like, a lot of times, it'll mm. be signs and symbols. And if you don't know who you are, then you won't, you know what I mean? Like, you won't make the connection. But um, I'm sure they probably talk about that, too, and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he just asked so him about the Black Panther. Yeah. you seen all the Black Panther, right? I haven't seen it, but um, I, I mean, of course, we know what it's about because we know who we are. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I can like, you know, I can just imagine. You know what I mean, that's all it is, imagination. But I can just imagine what it's about. But uh, I'm going to see it. It's been sold. It's sold out. Sold out. Yeah, well, it's sold out everywhere awesome, now. Which is awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. I'm excited about that. But I did. Right. I it was crazy because I got a ticket. My cousin, my aunt was like, I got you a ticket. We can go to Franklin Mills. I got it sporadically. But um, if you want to go, it's open. And I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't open today because I was already doing something. But um, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm, I'll see it. We'll see it, right? I'll see you Tuesday. 
Well, it's funny you mention that because let's say you 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 a black panther and you need a wolf. Y'all can't have kids. A wolf can't have a baby with a, a panther. It ain't gonna happen. Kind of like vampires and wolves, right? <laughs> you know what's crazy is my granddaughter. She loved this show. It's, it's, a, it's a cartoon about a little vampire little girl. Her name is Vampolina, and she was so like into it. I'm like, I said, what is this shit about? Because she was quiet. And I said, oh, she a vampire. The little baby, the little, the little girl. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know, most of us, most of us, when we intimate, we start sucking the neck. You notice that? Remember, you used to get hickeys when you was a teenager. You ever wonder why people do the whole neck sucking thing? And then, then, then you gotta understand when you're born, you breastfeed. The definition of a vampire is one that consumes human DNA. So if you breastfeed from your mom, then what? Are, I mean, what's the definition? Come on. Yeah. Most people are something that they don't even know what they are. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely know that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny you said that because, you know, it's like that movie, The Underworld, like you just stated. The woman fell in love with the man, and they had a child somehow, and the child was a hybrid of both species, and the child became um, hunted by both species because neither one of the species wanted a mixture of the the bloodlines. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right? Right, I mean, yeah, that's movies, that's Hollywood, but we, you know, we just on on a regular plane beyond imagination because there's always more to us than what we know. But if two people just puppy love, fell in love with each other, start hugging and kissing, and then wanted to get married, whatever, they they probably wouldn't be able to reproduce unless they found out who they are and where they come from. What you in the house? Yeah, I got um YouTube on about the blood uh, type crash course and respiratory system. And right now, you on the phone, you got about 5,000 people listening to you. Listening to you, not me. Well, yeah, I'm, I called you in on the conference call, so whatever you yeah, say. Yeah, I, I was thinking about calling. I was going to call this. I was going to call that number because I was like, damn, my homie been calling me, asking me, to, you know, like sending me the thing. And I said, I haven't. Been, I be, I'm not ignoring it, but I just, I don't know. I've been getting busy in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I never even. I said, but I'm. A, I got to call in. I mean, I don't know what he be talking about. I was like, but yeah, I guess I got to call in. Mm. Well, you did. You hold on, on my sister. Hold on. <clears throat> so chill. Yo, we can't hear you. Hello? Now I can hear you. Oh, you couldn't hear me? A whole bunch of noise going on. It was that clicking, clicking noise. Oh. Did you hear the sister calling? Yeah, we heard her. So, yeah, she brought up the Black Panther as well. You know, and that's, I mean, that's, it's like, yeah, exactly what she was stating. You know, if, if, um, 
if an alley cat met a wolf, you know, they, they and they fell in love, they're not going to be their kids. Well, not theoretically, because they're two different species. I mean, I was in New York, and I met some really powerful people, and one of the sisters told me, she said, you go yourself into existence. So, I mean, if you really want to come here, you're going to get here. You know, just like in that movie, The Underworld, you know, the the deaf dealer met the other guy, and they had a baby, and the baby was a hybrid, and it pissed everybody off because it wasn't supposed to happen. The cat wasn't supposed to breed with the dog. They were like, this shit can't happen. We can't have a cat dog. Like, this is impossible. All right, let's go back to Egypt. You have Basset. Basset is an Egyptian cat god, and then you have um, Anubis. Anubis is a jackal, which is part of the uh, canine uh, family. So a cat and a canine, cat dog, they fall in love, you know, boom. They they have romantic relations, but they don't have children because they believe they can't have children because, you know, people say, oh, you're two different species. You understand what I'm saying? So not to get that deep. With us, it's just a simple matter of the monkey's inside of you or the monkey's not inside of you. It's just that simple. So, Chill, you mentioned a Black Panther. What did you mean by the Black Panther, brother? I was just thinking about what you were saying. I uh, just dropping the Black Panther because for some reason it bugged out. But what was it about the Panther that you was, like, why did you mention it? What was up? I don't know. I was just peeping something. I, I was just throwing it out there. Oh, did you see the movie Black Panther? Yeah, I did. How'd you like it? It is okay. Okay. Give me a synopsis of the movie real quick. I'm not to hold you. I just, you know, for everybody that's listening, because everywhere I went, it was sold out. So it's going to be sold out for like a month, a, month, a week or two. Well, basically, it's showing you that we are changed and we had technology before the other man did, and he was living like super caves and bullets and guns, and basically primitive. Ain't that so bad? Mm. There's a lot of information being said, so you start peeping. Crazy. But why didn't they bring it out a long time ago? That's the question. Say that again? Why didn't they bring it out a long time ago? That's the question. Well, the ancients had technology. They didn't want nobody to know that. You know, They wanted you to just only go back five no, miles. No, I'm, I'm talking about the government and the movies. They could have been came out with this a long time ago. That's what I'm saying to you, brother. You got to listen to what I'm saying. You know, they, It wasn't just the government. A lot of religious communities didn't want you to go back past 5,000 years. Because once you go past 5,000 years, you, you can go past millions. You know, like I stated to you, there, there was other things involved around. Like if you go to India, you know, matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that. It was uh, one of their gods, their Hindu gods is called Hadumad. 
He was a um, a purple red, well purple red, a purple monkey. And uh, man was new, and man was like he, he kind of looked like a little monkey. So he figured he got his monkey people from the monkey kingdom to protect the new species, because anything new was gonna get wiped out, you know, because it would become a predecessor. So Hadumon protected early man and helped mankind evolve because he figured he was a descendant of himself. Now, you talking about the technology of the gods in ancient India. I mean, they had flying cities, you know what I'm saying? They could go to other planets, you know, like the Egyptians. You know, they could stargate, you know, um, batteries, you know. Uh, magic, you know, the whole nine was technology involved, brother. You know, the pyramid is just a giant power plant. You know, they pour mercury and acid in the bottom and it pulsated and it sends out energy into the universe. So, you know, these people were not primitive. They were highly advanced. You know, they even had machines. You know, they, they had uh, air, everything we had, probably even more. Because of all the fighting, they almost killed each other off, and then we had an ice age, everything froze, and then somebody specifically went around on planet and burying and destroying all the knowledge of the past. They spent a lot of time and money hiding the past. Who did that? I don't know. So if you only go back 5,000 years, you go back to a primitive time where about five or six different extraterrestrials came down here. And when they came, they were so advanced. The, the, the people here were like, oh, this is a god. And, you know, they worshiped and they gave them names. So a lot of things within that 5,000-year time period is modern-day religion um, uh, falls into that concept. So, yeah, you don't want to go too far back. You go too far back, you start dealing with other things and you learn about um, other cultures and other species. So, again, your bloodline started maybe about 1.5 million years ago. And, um, again, this monkey, Rufus, he was in India. And ironically, they have this thing called Hadumon. who's one of the Hindu gods who's a protector of humanity. And he loved mangoes, as a matter of fact. So he had um, these advanced monkeys like playing as the apes, and they would they had technology and things like that. They wasn't primitive. They had ships, weapons, you know, guns, um, you know, stuff that's even better than cell phones. You know what I mean? They could levitate and all this other stuff. Again, these are stories. I'm not saying this stuff is actual factual. We weren't there. And if you talk to a modern um, uh, situation, they would tell you, oh, that's something they just tell the kids. But who knows? It could be some truth to this, though. So, you know, hey, who am I? You know what I mean? Who, who are you? We, 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 you know, we only know what our mother told us. Huh? I, I, I'm going to start it like I started it. You only know what your mom told you. <laughs> Yeah, man, you you only know what you was told. You weren't there. Was you there? No. Was you there when your mother and father conceived you? No. 
So who your dad? Whoever your mother say your dad is. That's what we getting into. No, I ain't gonna do that, y'all. Come on. All right, so we got the the Rufus Monkey down thing. Hopefully, so if you meet somebody, make sure you know what blood type they are, so you can have their kids. If you want kids, you might not want kids. If you don't want kids, then yeah, you can meet somebody with a different Irish factor. Y'all can have all the fun in the world, all day and night, and you'll never reproduce. You can adopt, but you're not going to be able to make no kids yourself. So that is a valid point, and I'm glad we got into it. It is important. Is important too because if you hit me somebody that's A B negative, which is rare, happens. You know what I mean? And you A B positive, you can't take their blood. Why? Because they don't have the Rufus Monkey in them, which means your blood you rejected, you have organ rejection, you die right on the table. Now we getting deeper. So we can't have kids with certain people, and you can't have blood for transfusion with certain people. So if you accidentally get in a car accident or Cut yourself, straight bullet, whatever. And you go to the hospital. I mean, they know better. They're not going to do it. But I'm just stating to you. Okay? Now, the sister brought up something that was important. Well, who knows blood better than. Ah. So, y'all, <laughs> you understand the whole thing of blood, what type of blood. You feel me? And what's in that blood and where that blood go and do and come from, things of that nature. All right, so. So, Chill, what did you learn today, good brother? A lot, man. I, see, these monkeys is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you said the monkeys. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Why, why you say the monkey crazy? It, it, the it story is. about I'm, the monkeys is crazy. I'm like, dang. You ain't know that. What's your blood type, uh, Chip? Um, oh. Are you O? Yeah. You universal. Yeah, that's the scary part. Not only is your blood, but your organs are universal. So you got to be careful because black men are the highest organ. They, they We have the highest... Demand for organs, put it like that. I can see why. Well, yeah, you know that movie Get Out was real, bro. Come on, remember he said why? Yeah, why no. black people? I'm saying like you gotta be, but see the the the, the Red Cross people sleep on Red. You know Red Cross like the IMF is a very powerful organization, and if they deem you as something of interest. You best believe people better not even look wrong. Like, these companies are global. They're not just in the United States. You know, they're all over. And they get you in a database. They don't even want you to catch a disease. You know, when they really find something special with you, they don't even want you, you know what I mean? they they like, no. Like, you can't talk to any and everybody. You might meet some girl, you know, and she look all right, and they like, she might pull to the side, like, get your dirty behind. <laughs> I mean, it ain't funny, but I'm just saying. Like, if you get sick, you can't donate blood no more, and then, you know, that's taking out their bottom line. I'm sure somehow they make money. It ain't no way they're that big and powerful, and they not generate money somehow. You feel what I'm saying? 
Yeah. All right. So it is what it is. But if you owe, you better get it in there, man. Get on that list. They be looking out for you. So you know you owe. No. Are you owe positive or owe negative? Positive. All right. So then you got the Rufus Monkey. So that's cool. You know what I mean? You good people. So you you can give to anybody, bro. You got to be careful, man. You can give your joint to anybody. Anybody on the planet can take your blood. And how you been? You had like oh, 92. <laughs> Dad, chill. You miss the universal, man. You can become a breeder or something, bro. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nah, that's all right. What? Hello, we can't hear you. Yeah, I need your phone. All right, people, look like we lost it again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but yo. Put that number 724-444-7444. Put that pin number in, 145-343-POUND. That puts one pound into the show and started to talk. We're talking about bloodlines, people. Who's your dad? I don't know what to tell y'all, but it's a very interesting topic. Does anybody have any clue? Yeah, I already know. So tell me something. What have y'all noticed and learned out of this whole conversation so far? Did y'all get it? Do y'all get it? This is some real talk, y'all. I don't know what to do or how to hold you, but, shh, man. Avenue and Shelton, this dad going to bust again on my nerves talking. But here, y'all, we got freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. That's why we call it Sound City Radio. I guess he's back. Yo. This is terrible. Well, no, somebody called in, called my phone, and I clicked over and got disconnected again, brother. Sorry about that. That was a mistake. Right, it's yours. So good, people. I mean, we talked about a lot of things today, you know. Hopefully, we all learn something. I mean, most of the time, when people call and they learn something, you know, people, people still talk about the calendar. Uh, conversation I had not too long ago, which was very important because, uh, you know, Easter falls on on April Fool's Day. So people was like, you know, why is Easter April 1st? And and now they know that the date, Easter date changes because of the solar eclipse. <sighs> So we know now, you know. 
But a lot of people didn't know. Yeah, so Easter is April 1st. Obviously, it wasn't always on April Fool's Day because you would have known. I don't know if y'all remember that conversation. But this is about education. And learning. And I gave y'all homework. Okay? If the Rufus monkey is not in your blood, then where did you come from? If you're not related to him, then who you related to and where you come from? Really important. Yeah, I I I I really want to get one or two things in in touch with y'all, and that is try not to have this conversation with somebody that's too sensitive or or very religious because it's not going to turn out good because a lot of times it doesn't pan out because it's more of a scientific conversation and. Science and religion is like oil and water. A lot of times they just don't mix, you know. So the science is explaining how things are done. And with religion, you just, it's a belief thing. You're just supposed to believe whatever you're told. Science is saying this is how this happened. You know, so it is what it is, people. I'm glad that we are coming together to hear something together, you know, and learning something that we didn't know. Now, Chill knows his blood type and his RA factor, which is wonderful because most people don't. They don't know. And another thing that really brought this to mind is that young lady that I met, you know, two years after I separated, well, you know, me and my wife decided to go our own ways and, and, and divorce. Uh, the young lady really wanted to get married and had kids and things like that. And then me knowing that she ate positive, I knew she, it wouldn't be easy for her unless she did the real game thing and things of that nature. So, um, some of us on the phone not even thinking about having more children, but then you have children already, and they might want, you know, you might have grandchildren or things of this nature. But the ratio to non-RH factor compared to RH factor is so um, uneven. You won't have to worry about the fact of meeting someone that's different because more likely they will be RH positive. So is there any questions out there? Go ahead for a whole hour. Talking about Rufus Monkey and blood types. What's next? Well, what's next? What's next? So last week we was going to discuss wealth and power, thinking rich and being wealthy. There's a term called new money. New money is insecure. 
and mature and things of that nature. We call it new money because of the the thinking syndrome that it has. Okay? If you from an urban environment or even rural and your family only may maybe below poverty, poverty or even middle class. So let's let's start the numbers. So if your if your parent or the household income was forty thousand to seventy five thousand dollars, you know you lived an average American life probably. So if you let's say you you became an entertainer, you signed a deal with a record label, and all of a sudden you you're receiving millions of dollars from this corporation. Well, in your mind, you're rich because you know you got a, a big check. So what do you do? You 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 go get a big car, you know, maybe some jewelry, you know, very expensive clothes. And why would you do that? There's only one million dollars. So rich, rich meaning temporarily sustained. That's rich. Rich means you could be broke no more. Which means that there's something that you can buy for one item that can wipe out your, your worth, like a home. You can buy a million-dollar home with that check for a million dollars, and then you're broke again. Wealthy. Wealthy, believe it or not, is not being able to ever go broke again. And when you have that stability, you know, a couple well-rounded portfolios, some international investments, you know, you're sustained outside of U.S. markets and and within U.S. markets. And you have an income revenue stream, a residual income. Um, you, You know in your mind you can never go over again, no matter what you did. Even if you tried to give it away, you couldn't. So by the time you request money, they have to make a sale. After they make the sale, they goes into the money market. Then you got to request a check. You got to take that check to a commercial bank and then wait for that to clear. So you're talking about two weeks just to even get some bread. By the time that two weeks went by, you done tripled your worth because your investments, your interest is compound interest. You see what I'm saying? You can't go broke. You're cursed with money. Well, not cursed, but you know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> So when you have that kind of mindset, you're not trying to impress anybody. You don't want gold. You don't want a big car. You don't want fancy clothes because you don't want nobody to know you have nothing. What happens when people think you have something? Sure, what happens when people think you got money? What happened, bro? Sure. Well, anyway, when people think you got money, man, you know, you're going to have relatives that you ain't never meet that came out of nowhere. You're going to have friends, you know. You you might have had security because, you know, somebody's going to try you because you're showing off. You know, a lot of times you want to go around the areas you used to be in and, 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 and show off this nice newness 
you know, some people do stupid stuff like that. You just ask them for trouble. Because you, it's like coming into a hungry village with a Happy Meal. And uh, everybody in there is starving, and you come in here with this fresh, hot food that smells good, you know. Come on. So the, the thought process, you know, and, and I think it's important to discuss this because, you know, the weather's changing. And when the weather changes, you're going to start saying something, you know. There are people that have nice things, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, what you consider nice. But there's a level of insecurity in showing off that we as a people need to communicate to others, okay? You don't want attention, okay? You want to create a patent in that new remote control where that cell phone is coming. And every time that cell phone is sold, you know, you're getting your three or four dollars per phone. Now, that's residual income forever. You imagine getting a patent with Apple, and that new iPhone that's coming out, that little component in that phone, that one little component. There's 2,000 components in the Apple phone, or over 2,000. It's like two, 2,020 components. Let's say you, you just had one little component in there. You know, that's, that's, that's literally $3 every time a Apple phone sold. They're billions of these phones sold. You know, everything in the room you sitting in had, was once an idea. Somebody brought it into creation. They just had enough courage and focus to sit down and say, listen, let's put this together and put it in motion. Boom, it happened, came into existence. So, yeah, it's not about insecurity, and that's just an insecurity. It's an insecurity that I, I, I was so poor now that I have, I want to show the world that I've I, I succeeded. You don't have to show anybody anything. You know, make sure you have a comfortable living space and that if you want to take a vacation, you can afford to do so. But it's about dynasties, you know. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times we're not even trying to uh, put uh, uh, leave something for the next generation. You know, they got to get it like I got it. There's no way you can accumulate wealth in one lifetime for most of us. I mean, it happens. You know, Elon Musk and uh, Bill Gates, people like that. You know, that's very extraordinary that, you know, these things happen for these individuals. But um, that's, again, that's rare. It's not going to happen for everybody, you know. Most people will have to inherit, you know, their family name. You know, Uncle Bob is an accountant. Aunt May is a lawyer. And the son is going to business school to learn corporate structure. The daughter is already a primary shareholder. See what I'm saying? So then the family come together. You put Aunt May law firm on retainer. You put Uncle Bob accountant firm on retainer. Um, son will be CEO and, and, and daughter will be chairman. That's how you build industry. And you ain't got to start off all super strong Fortune 500 because a lot of people only have, you know, like they get a headache. Think about that. I'll give you something simple, man. You know what I mean? 
I go in these places where a lot of people work, and guess what's there? Vending machines. People might laugh, vending machines, but think about it. Every bottle of beverage is a dollar outside of Philadelphia. The thing holds almost 100 bottles. The machine costs $2,000. Every time you go in there, you get $100. It's $100 every two days. The machine pays for itself for three months. You own it now. The building that let you bring it in, they they might only want maybe a hundred dollars. If they, they might just let you put it in just because they want something for their workers. All right, you still will get a hundred dollars every two days, so it's thirty days in a month. So you get fifteen hundred a month for one machine. One machine. You're buying a soda at wholesale price, which means you're getting it at discount. Soda's not costing you a dollar. Soda's costing you maybe 53 cents or less. So you're getting $750 a month from having your son or your brother go put new soda in there every two days per machine. So you're saying, okay, huh? You got vending routes all the way out in the suburbs. Matter of fact, let's just say Center City. You got one office building, all right? 100 floors. Every floor is like six offices. Six hundred machines. Every machine is clearing you $750 a month. The only thing you got to do is have it merchandised. A family member who can't find a job because of criminal record. Boom. He, he's your merchandiser. You as an employer can hire whoever you want. You G-I-N. You get two machines. A new office building going up downtown. I want the vending in a break room. Man, I'm glad you called. We was worried about how we were going to get a machine in the break room. So what an initial investment. So 600 machines at two $2,000 a pop. So that's what I'm saying. So there you go. But most people don't start off that big, you know. They, you know, they they go to the local, uh, you know, Supermarket, or well, no, because supermarket gonna have their own vending machine. But you go to like, uh, you know, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, you know, Target, you know, things like that. You know, yeah, places where they had people working and they have break rooms. They want vending machines in the break room. Yeah, so you can handle. You get one machine. The, again, the machine pays for itself in the first month. It pays for itself. So it's, it's tax season. Let's say you took four thousand dollars and you bought a two thousand dollar machine, 
and you got a thousand dollars worth of just just soda. Right? Matter of fact, let's make it lighter for the ladies. Let's just say chips, okay? They hold double the amount of chips. You got two hundred bags of chips, they are a dollar. And it's just that simple, they keep it a dollar. So it's a dollar. Box of chips the only weigh like two pounds. A whole box of chips. So two hundred packs of chips only gonna weigh you about maybe five pounds. Light. Very light. All you gotta do when that office closed, you know, when when most people left or early in the morning, unlock it. Merchandise it, move all the old stuff up, put the new stuff behind it, take the cash box out, put a new cash box and shut the machine. So the snack machine is making more than a soda machine. The soda kind of heavy. Yeah, you probably need, you know, somebody that don't mind lifting liquid. But the snack machine, all right? So let's double that. You get $1,400 a month off some snacks. Just because you had the machine delivered to office building. And we might, people might be like, oh, well, 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 like, what's that? All right, $1,400 a month from doing absolutely nothing but having a family member go put the snacks back in the machine every day. And you collect the money, you know, obviously you don't collect your own money. Or better yet, get the new credit card swipe because ain't nobody paying cash no more. And the money just going straight to your bank account. And that is called residual income. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, money's hitting the bank account, and you ain't doing nothing but calling your cousin, sister, mother, brother. Hey, did you get did you uh, mer- merchandise machine one? Yeah, all right, cool. Because the money ain't going to come in if the machine ain't merchandise. So now you're putting family to work, and you're building an essay with money coming in on the side. And you ain't and you ain't really doing that. It's a no brainer, man. You put a machine, plug it in, boom, you keep filling it. Come on. That's called routes. Vending routes. Simple idea. Tax season. So you call in, you learn about your DNA and you find out about what? Boom. The industry. You get four thousand. Take two. You go go to Delaware. Go to Costco. You buy the vending machine. They sell like Costco in Delaware. You buy them in Delaware because you don't have to pay taxes on it. They deliver it to wherever you want. You take another thousand. You buy a thousand dollars worth of supplies, snacks. You know, Doritos, Fritos. You know, all that Cheetos, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Twist cheese, twist gum, Twizzlers. Put and you have. A family member that you hire, you know, somebody who just needs a job. All right, I got you. I need you to, if I got to dry you, I'll dry you. You just got to go upstairs, unlock it, put it in, lock it back, keep moving. So, that's a wealth mindset because it's developing residual income 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a very simple concept. It's a no-brainer. It doesn't take a degree. Okay? All you need is one little simple city license, like 60 bucks. And then your vending license, like 40-something, because you're not even doing street vending. You just, you know, a little vending, like the guy that set up a table. It's 40 bucks. Business license, 60. $100 investment. 
you the EIN sole proprietor, boom, what is it? Vending stack and blah blah blah. What's the name of the company's name that to me? Joe Blow Vending. J B V. Boom. Joe Blow Vending. I got a vending machine. We get fourteen hundred a month clear. Okay, the machine paid for itself first month. So first month we ain't gonna count. Second month, boom. Oh my bad, fourteen hundred a week. And don't think that's impossible. People eat snacks, especially places where they have hundreds of workers, like warehouses. You understand? Any questions, too? All right. So, uh, you know. So that's a difference in wealth and rich, you know. Rich is um, a certain mindset, and wealth is a different mindset. But, uh, you know, again, hopefully we learn a lot here with each other. And, um, you know, I'm thankful that you guys are <clears throat> Yeah Yeah You okay? You leave it anybody angry, what's going on? I don't even know about hanging You asked me what's next, I told you about the money thing no, just now I thought something happened when you fell down, so. Mm-mm. I was putting my earplug in. Okay, yeah. Proceed on, man. This is some good information. Did you hear the thing about the vending machine, my brother? Yeah, my boy got a vending machine right now. Making money. And how you like it? He loves it. <laughs> It used to be a problem can't all that change, but other than that, you just money. Well, now they got the credit card swiping thing on there. You just swipe, and that's where most people are going. Ain't nobody paying cash no more for nothing. No, you still got the penny machine. Oh, that's no gum going, yeah. Oh, I ain't seen them in a long time. Yeah, that's why you like to keep them collecting. Wow, that's what's up, brother. But you know the vending machine I'm talking about, the big Pepsi machine and the break room. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Getting that bread right there. That's how you do it. No, I'm just saying that's an easy way of getting residual income. Where can't nobody really touch your income? It's your money. You know what I mean? You pay taxes on that at the end of the year, but then you have a lot of overhead because you you have to buy gas, you have to pay for the truck. You know, you got overhead, bro. 
So you deduct that because you're going to owe taxes. You know, at the end of the year, as you made income that you're going to report, hopefully, you know. (laughs) You know, a first year, most people don't even report that. Their first year. But if you get a route, a big route with a lot of... um, You get a big route with a lot of uh, stops. You're going to have to report it. Because you start making too much money. And, uh, you know, you got an uncle and he wants some of that money. His name is Sam. Yeah, you're right. So... I mean, I, I gave it to you in the simplest way I can get it as far as residual income. Like, how do you get the residual income out there to the people? Well, you can get them to think about how they can actually do something like that. Yeah, man. Even a person that's merchandising, you know, you don't want to have somebody merchandising in a, a big law firm and they going in there with you know, you want them to have a nice little polo shirt on and be half clean cut. Know something about the machine or whatever. Because fourteen hundred a week is fourteen hundred a week. I mean, it's not. It's not going to change your life per se, but. They keep you from worrying about how you're going to eat tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? So. You know. Hello. Yeah, I'm right here, your brother. Oh, <laughs> you got styling on. If you didn't know what was going on, I was. I don't shoot. I just wanted to make sure everybody had enough information about what we were talking about. Yeah, man, they definitely catching it, man. You said some good points. I ain't gonna hold you. It's on you. Yeah, so we live and learn, people, you know, hopefully, um, Everything we needed to know and shall know and wanted to know will be answered eventually. I am on um, Facebook. And my Facebook page, let me look real quick. Let me try to understand the name. Real quick, good people. 
right. So on the on the book, you can find me at Brynell Wallace Rogers. Oh my bad, Rogers Wallace Brynell. So it's reversed. So my first name is Rogers on Facebook. My middle name is Wallace, and my last name is Brynell. So it just turned my name around. I don't know why Facebook did that. But they did. So, yeah, you can go in there. And uh, look me up. And you can see a lot more about what I'm talking about. Pertaining to some of the subject matter that we have here. On the conversation. As far as um, life, because that's basically what we discuss here. We discuss life and all facets of life. We learn about time, you know, pertaining to the calendar and the movement. We learn about money. We learn about our DNA. I mean, that's what life is. Life is a learning experience. And my grandfather always said to me, if you haven't learned anything that day, then you haven't lived that day. And I mean, that's important. If you haven't learned anything that day, then you haven't lived that day. That's deep. I want you to think about that. Has there ever been a day that you've been on this planet and you have not learned something in that particular day? And if that's the case, how did you feel about that?
Man, you muted me, brother. No, nah, you keep dropping phone calls, man. I never can meet you. <laughs> I've been talking for the past ten minutes. Ain't nobody hear nothing. They like, what you say? Somebody text me like I can't hear you. This phone tripping. No, it's a brand new one. This phone is all right. It's just. You know. You know, bruh. Yeah, man. Hello? Where are you, brother? Oh, shoot. You got his dead air, man. You keep getting quiet on me. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> I don't know if you watching TV or what. No, no, no. It's just, uh, I gave some valid points, and I was waiting for some feedback, but you know. Oh, yeah, not me. Shoot. You got too much fire. I can't remember everything. But truly a good show, people. And um, you want to dial the number, dial the number, 724-444-7444. Pin number, 145-343-POUND. Then push one pound into the show and start to talk. You got to get used to saying that, too. That's your call. All right. My man. Good looking. All day. What else you got for us? We need to eat. Speaking of food, you are what you eat. So hopefully when you do eat, you eat something of substance and not some waste that you can just discard very easily, you know. So keep that in mind, people. I'm just glad we was able to communicate today. Let me give a shout-out to Dana McClain for calling in briefly. She said she tried to call in the other way, but she couldn't. Something happened. But she wanted to say something. So. Yeah, they always can't rush it. They got to wait a second after they push the call ID number in. Okay. Then they got to push the um, one pound to get into the show. Okay. I'll let her know that next time. But she was like, I was calling. You know, a lot of people get caught up with that, the calling thing, bro. Well, I write it specifically in the daggone text. If they read the text, they be all right. I tell them specifically to wait a second and then push one pound. Niggas can't read. Well, I ain't say all that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Some people uh, have a problem with... Uh, Cause I, I mean something when I first called in, you know, I, it took me like five minutes to get it right, bro. Y'all niggas wasn't reading. That's what that was. Y'all, oh. y'all was in the moment doing. That's what people do. Instead of focusing on what they're doing, they doing everything else. They're like, okay, let me do this. All right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. 
and it distracts their whole attention, and they don't even pay attention, and they forget. That's why with radio, everything's different. Imagine if you're on TV. They look at you like, wait a minute, what the hell? <laughs> radio, everybody just paying attention, just listening, debating. Like, okay. All right. Uh, should I hang up now? I don't hear nothing. And then you like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Well, TV is different. I mean, a camera, you can't just pause. You know, you got to keep, you know. Yeah, same with radio. You can't just pause and then people hang up. They think that the show's over. They're trying to figure out, are you talking to me or are you doing something else? And then it becomes one-dimensional where it's all about you, the, um, the host. They're doing their own thing. Like, we're supposed to be listening like you on watching a damn reality show. Oh, all right, I got you. But when you have interaction, it's different. See, that's why you don't worry about. That's why you never worry about the interaction. You just keep going because you might not never get interaction. Mm. Interesting. Some people, some people are scared to push story. They don't want they mouth. They want to sound stupid. They want to look stupid. So they get paranoid. They don't say nothing. Some people just don't care. They go right in on you. They get paranoid to call in and say what they what they think. People don't want to push star eight because they don't want to have their voice on there and people talking about it, especially if they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So they better keep their mouth shut. So that's why you can't focus ever on the caller listening. You focus on the people that's listening after the show's over. Because that's the people that's going to really be listening to it over and over and over again. And then you're going to look crazy when they start to become a critic. And there's nothing you can say, but yeah, you're right. Oh, I got you. I thought you were just saying that to be funny, but now I see why you said this. Because you're right. If you don't know something about a specific specific topic, you might not feel comfortable speaking on it because you don't, you know, you have to learn more information on it. So some people might call back in and listen to the conversation, and they're going to get a lot of dead air. That's what you're saying. Is that correct? That's exactly right. You just hit it. And every time you listen to the show, I see it's over. There's always something you be like, dang, I could have did this different. I could have did that different. But when it's just nothing different but dead air, then you really look crazy because you're trying to show it off to people who you want to look to you to probably grab you for another radio station or company or whatever, but they're going to be paying you big, big dollars. Well, how you deliver is how they're going to think you're going to do for their show, too. So they be like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, bro, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was far from my mind. I was not out even... Um... It's all learning process. It's all learning process. That's why you always take back and listen to your shows. Forget about listening to the other radio. Listen mm-hmm. to your shows. And then listen to the other radio stations out there. But if mm-hmm. you don't learn of your show, all you're going to do is the same thing every show. And it mm-hmm. makes the people say, I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm glad you uh, you brought that to the attention of the listeners because there might be somebody out there that really want to get into journalism. 
or median. Yeah. So any journalist student or media student out there, you just learned a viable lesson. You know, this is your doorway. This could be a doorway to you to enhance your career. Even though it was never on my radar, it could be on your radar. It might be something that you might want to look into. It's not a bad thing, you know. That's your passion and your calling. It is something you could do. And I appreciate Chill giving you that with that point on that whole topic. But my subject matter is too controversial for any accent or clear channel or whatever. But they get shut down like the next day. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, people, we are here to teach and help one another. And I'm glad that we are able to come together for this moment. And uh, discuss these things that we're discussing here. So if you're ever interested in media, again, this is an opportunity for you. This could be your call and go ahead and move forward here. So, in media or or uh, journalist people out there, you know, some people like attention and notoriety. They have something that they want to say and get off their chest. There's a lot of people in the world like that. But not only that, I mean, you're compensated for it too, so get the attention and you get paid for it. So to each his own. So there airs what he was talking about. When someone is hosting a show and they just stop. It's not because of the connectivity. It could be because the host just paused. You know, they got distracted or train of thought or disconnected. Sometimes it could be a technical difference. Yeah, but, you know, as y'all, anybody who knows me on a personal level, you know, I'm not the hype man. You know, I ain't going to have you jumping out your chair, jumping up and down. I'm just going to speak truth and reality and, you know, teach you something. So, you know, this is more like a um, NPR type talk show where you just have a conversation and a quiet background, you know, a big conservative. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? It's a conservative conversation here. It's just education, knowledge, information. We don't get too deep into politics or religion, things of nature, you know. But we do talk about things that most people just don't know. They don't ask. A lot of people go through life without question. 
They just exist. They don't ask why, how. And I ain't putting nobody down. You know? It ain't nothing wrong with it. Because between me and you, ignorance is bliss in some cases. Now, I would never condone to be ignorant to anything, but I do remember not knowing certain things and how simple life was. And now that I know things, life is not as simple as it used to be. Like, how many of y'all before today? even thought that you had to do any type of research when you thought about having children with the one you love, with those that are interested in becoming parents. Think about that. Most people just think, oh, we just going to meet and fall in love and reproduce and live happily ever after. No, that's not the case. There's some research involved in it. You're not going to just fall into a a parameter of thinking and live happily ever after. Reality sets in. And the reality of the day is men and women that we are different in many ways, but yet similar. In many ways. And our differences set us apart. And just our thinking. So we thought until today, and then now know it's genetic. Genetically, we could be different. So, no, I'm not here to divide. I'm just telling you the truth. It's like when I write a post on social media and hundreds of people respond. That post is might not be my personal view. Nine times out of ten, it ain't. It's just information. So people might say, are you, are you an evolutionist? Maybe, maybe not. Are you a creationist? Maybe, maybe not. That's not the point. The point is that I'm a I'm O negative, which is the fifteen percent. And then I'm not bragging. I'm just stating that I found out what I am and how important it was when I met my wife and we wanted to have children. That's 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 where I was getting at. And if I decide to remarry one day. One day, you know, to be a nice, mellow young lady. It's just something to factor in. What what is her DNA, and how can it be? You know, does does this person want to take Rogan and reproduce? Do they even want to go through that, or are they old fashioned enough to say, "Listen, Maybe this is the universe way of saying we're not supposed to mix this blood. I mean, they might think that way. I don't know. 
I'm glad. I'm glad my 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 ex-wife took the shot, and my son is here because he's a blessing. He's a genius. He's a loving little person. And I'm glad he's here, and he means you know, me and his mother love him dear. So he had it rough, you know. He had it rough in the beginning. You know, it was a little complication. But he's a survivor, and we loved him, and we wanted him, so he's here, you know. And we appreciate him, and we're glad that he's present. But um, that is important, God. That is important to me, and it should be important to you. And you never know. I mean, you could be traveling somewhere and something happened again you was in the beach you stepped on the seashell and cut your foot it happened in an artery boom they took you to the emergency the hospitals again they know what type of blood to give you and what to do but just in case if you're traveling abroad and for whatever reason you're in a foreign country and they don't have your medical record on file. And they don't have time to do a lot of blood testing. They might just ask you, what is your blood type? You understand what I'm saying? So know these things, man. Just know it. Next time you talk to your primary, just say, what's my blood type? They do, you know, they take, they have cooking samples of your blood to test the disease and things of that nature. So you ask that person, what is my blood type? And make sure they give you a definite answer and not just beat you around the bush. Think wealthy, not rich. Again, being rich, if you can buy one item that's going to make you broke again, then you're just rich. Okay? If you, you buy a house with a million dollars, you just got a check for one million dollars, then you, you just rich because tomorrow you can be broke again. But wealthy is setting up residual income, however that is, you know. There's Amway. You know, if you join a multi-level marketing company, and you get a whole bunch of people under you, and every month you get these checks from these people that work for you. That's residual income. I like it or not. A lot of people love it. Multi-level marketing, some people don't like Whatever this case may be. Neither here it is. If there's a vending machine and you put your family to work, family business, a small startup of $4,000, you're good to go. Okay? Extra income. Instead of getting a part-time job, you get a part-time machine. Boom. Throw that machine in there, you collect your money every month. So you get one machine, next thing you know, you got two machines. Next thing you know, you got three machines. Next thing you know, you got four vending machines. So you have a route, five routes. If it's just snack, then it's 1400 a week, 14 times four. It's 6K a month off of a machine in a heavily populated factory where people are ordering food. 6K a month. 
six K a month. Snacks. So you might say, Wow, I can make that much money off of Fritos and Doritos and so imagine what that corner store is making. The poppy store. And you pull on poppy got a Lexus. And the Xfinity Jeep. And you're like, how Poppy got that? And he only saw it because the snacks add up. You got hundreds of people coming into his store buying snacks. You know, change turned to dollars. Dollars turned into checks. Checks turn into portfolios. Hey, don't let your right hand know what your left hand Left hand is doing, excuse me. If you succeed in one area, you got haters out here, you know, they don't even know. They see you get in your car, you're going to get them snacks and put it in the thing that's in the back. Where you going? I want my part-time job. Where, uh, don't worry about it. Ain't none of this. You're going to do what you do. And that's the good thing about this, man. Some of us live in the suburbs where... There might not be a lot of places to have been there. But for those in the city with all these office buildings and businesses all over the place, every business want to vend in there. There's about 43 sky rises coming into Philadelphia. 14 of them are almost complete as we speak. They have at least 50 floors in them each. Every floor will have at least 10 to 20 offices, different companies, in them. We ain't even talking about the courthouse, the jails, you know, the social centers, city hall. Come on, bro. This is the kind of mind that I have, and I don't know. I'm not, I'm just sharing this mindset with you. I hope you appreciate it. A lot of y'all weren't thinking like this before y'all. A lot of y'all weren't. I'm telling you, you know, you weren't thinking like this before you called it. And 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 the scary thing about it, I ain't no excuse. You can't sit here and say, "Oh, I'm a convicted felon." I don't care. What the heck, that guy do with anything? All you need is your little startup money, and it's taxes. If you ain't blow your return yet, then go ahead. Start your own little part-time job. To a little machine and get it popping out here. Come on. Ain't no excuses, man. Seriously. You can't do it, put in your girl name. Your mama. Somebody. Your son. You and your son go in business. So people that I don't know where to start. It's always an excuse, you know. Everybody got to be walked. So... Fill off your chamber of commerce, fifteen hundred markets. Or the business development center, right there on thirteenth street. Go in there and get your little vending license, little city license, business city license. Business license and your vending license. Boom, boom. Two little licenses. Alright, I'm thinking about doing this route thing. These new companies are coming in. How do I make the approach? Well, you find out what company's coming through the Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce tell you what company's coming to the city, who's moving where. Get that out there, boom. 
send a letter to them, listen, I heard you coming for a love for you, you might need vending services, blah, 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 blah. The smaller companies are going to run to you because the bigger companies going to go with, you know, already well-established vending companies, you know, where they have merchandisers, things of that nature. So a smaller company has jumped to you more fast than a bigger company because the bigger company are worrying about liability. Is the food being merchandised properly? Because you don't want somebody to buy a molded sandwich or, or molded snack because the merchandiser is not merchandising it properly. Then they get sued because they got sick on their property because they let this vendor in and the vendor didn't have a particular license and coverage and blah, 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 blah. So they go with the bigger companies to avoid the headache because they know it's going to get done right because the bigger companies is running it on a much larger scale. But you got smaller companies like a little emergency agency that don't want to deal with this giant vending company. Because I'm going to tell you how a big vending company go. They say, listen, you need vending services because they know that they want it. You pay us. Give us $100 a month and we'll make sure you got proper vendor service. We'll refill, we'll see the volume, and we'll refill as needed. The company paying them. Ah, and you deal with them smaller vending service, you know, a newer company, you tell the office, man, look, I slide you $100 a month. If you let the machine, because I know it's using up a little bit of electricity, and, bro, you clearing six grand off of one vending machine, man, come on. Come on. Uh, one machine. So, man, you got like 12 of them. People won't know what the hell you're doing. You're just sitting back living. They're going to be like, oh, he's selling drugs. And I don't know why that's the concept of a young man with some brain. He's selling drugs. You know? Hopefully you build an essay portfolio in your foreign, foreign interests, domestic interests, and looking out for your future. That's all. Simple. All right. So, good people, I'm glad we had an opportunity to discuss things on a whole another level. Yep, it's about that time. Chill. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 6.58. I've been talking to y'all for over two hours about your DNA, about your money, and your thinking. So, and anybody on here that's interested in journalism or media, as my man Chill just explained, is to be a gateway to a bigger industry for you. If that's your interest, here you go. It could be a platform or something greater. You could be the new breakfast club, you know, interviewing Migos, Jay-Z, Gucci Man, you know. You never know. You know, it depends on how you conduct yourself on a smaller scale. When people listen, they're going to take you on a larger scale. I mean, that's just where it's at right now. Me personally, I know my subject matter is too controversial for mainstream media. So 
I, I that never even crossed my thought process. That's that wasn't even on my radar. You know, I know Chill was thinking one way, but that's that's not where I was. Chill. <laughs> it's probably why I was so nonchalant with it. But um, for those that are here, you go. You want to get in touch with Chill? You got my text and the information is in the text. You know, and he's on Facebook. Chill only. Just go to my page and you'll see his post and you can connect him through there through Facebook. But all we ask is for you to keep it real, be safe, and keep it hot with us. And I hope y'all have a good week. I'm glad we had an opportunity to uh, communicate again. So be real, be safe. Be ready, be encouraged, and stay blessed. And if you've got something to say, just press star 8 real quick before I hang up. You just press star and then 8, and then we can, I can answer your question. You have a caller. Hello, what's going on? Yo, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, DNA? Okay. You is what's going on. I'm just here to sign <laughs> in on. It's all right, it's all right. I'm just here to, you know, share some light, whatever I can, you know, um, share my experience. Okay, good, good. Did you hear any of the talk show? I'm sorry? Did you hear the show? You hear what I was saying before you called in? I actually, I I heard bits and pieces about keep it safe. Explain that thing. No, what was the topic? Yeah, no, we was talking about DNA. You know, it's funny. Oh yeah, the DNA and is that important? I mean, well, yeah, since you put it that way, then I mean it's important. Yeah, it's important. But I mean, so at what point does it become important to you? I guess that's for you to find out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That's really important, though, yeah. You made me get out of here, grab it by my hand. So, Dana, you ever thought about doing, like, a family business with you and your son? You know, like, just starting, like, a little family business? Family business? Yeah, just, you know, you and your boys. Yeah, I've I'm, 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 I'm thinking about getting into real estate. So, um, that's about family. You know what I mean? Because what I do for myself is how I help others. So, I'm thinking about getting into some real estate. So, I'm just working on my credit right now. So I can position myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I was mentioning the vending machine, you know, no credit check, no background, no nothing. So whoever it is, you can hire them, and you could be the owner. And you, people laugh. They said vending machine. Yeah, I mean, I know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I wouldn't laugh at it. But it's something that you don't think about. It's something that you don't think about. No, six k a month. Mm-hmm. You clear fourteen hundred dollars a week. And what do you do? You just All you got to do is put the merchandise back in the machine, shut ah. the door, and lock it. Yeah. They don't care yeah, that about sounds good. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. This is tax season. So a lot of people are getting their little tax return, their little four or five thousand. And they're trying to do something, yeah. You can go to Delaware, grab your machine from Costco. It only costs maybe about two grand, like 1800 but you go to Delaware because ain't no tax, and then they deliver it to where you want. But you already got to have a business. You're like, there's a lot of new businesses starting up, like especially the smaller ones. You say, I know you got a vending area for your workers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, well, you got to find something that works for you. 
You know what I mean? Like that's definitely an option. It's definitely ideal. Um, it's not for everybody. No. Right? No, no, no. Everybody that's definitely something to keep in mind. Yeah. No. Right. no everybody might have some gravitate towards that, and that's fine. Now I work with um, three different companies as a private contractor. I work with three different companies as a private con- every company that I work with. When you go to the uh, the main area, they have a vending area for their workers, and we're talking about there could be almost a hundred people in these buildings. The machines yeah. clear out almost twice a day. Twice yeah. a day. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. You heard? I don't think nobody was so eating out of vending machines anymore. I mean. Now, I, I guess you can stock whatever you want to stock it with now, though. Right. No, but that's what I thought. I thought people would eat. Yeah. But you forgot they got nuts. You know, they got dry yeah. fruit. Yeah. They got water yeah. machines. You know, like a bottle yeah. of water. You're... Yeah. Telling you. I mean, you can put what you wanted, but you, you, yeah, you might like say... You can always stock the machines with what you want to stock them with. I mean, whether it be fruit or, like you say, I mean... Listen, we might whatever. not... The diet, but you, people out here, they they want Coca Cola, they want Doritos. <laughs> I've seen it. I'm telling you, I can't believe it. How many people stand in line and just hit the button? Boom, boom. They swipe their card and hit the button. Yeah, I know. I know. And the machine you is gone. Get my job. They be going off over it. Yeah, it's empty. Like in a no, couple of hours. Empty. Empty. A hundred sodas and two hundred snacks gone. Within four hour radius is gone. You need to come back the next morning to fill it up. So that person is doubling their money. They're getting almost twelve grand a month. Clear. We tell them after they they don't merchandise. Because each item, let's say is a dollar, you two hundred dollars twice a day, that's four hundred a day, four hundred times thirty. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean hey. that's money. I guess, I guess you're saying there's money to be made out here, right? Exactly. And the, and the yeah. new machine got the credit card. You know I mean? So you swipe and the yeah, money, I know. it goes straight to your account. Yeah, I know. That's been going on for a while. No, I know. Going on for I like know. 10, 15 years, yeah. I know. But it's tax season. People are like, Hot. that machine only costs $1,800. You, you can go to Cash and Carry in Parkside, right? At the bottom of Winfield is a Cash and Carry. You go there, you get get whatever you need. Right there. Cash and carry. They got everything at wholesale. You can't buy individual. You got to buy cases and stuff. So that bag of Doritos that cost them a dollar only costs you 35 cents a piece. So, no, I was just giving an example. Then it's residual. So while you in bed sleep, People swipe in their card. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up, all your son got to do is go ahead and refill the machine. Then you're going to call the building man and just say, is the machine empty? Yeah. Can he come back by the night and fill it again? Yeah, boom. Night shift coming. Boom. So you right, sleep. Man. And $1,200 hitting your account every day. You're only spending $200 on food. So you're clearing 1000 Even if you gave him half, that's $500 a day. Yeah. You getting five hundred from doing absolutely nothing but making a phone call. He getting five hundred from doing the merchandise. Well, let's say Uncle Sam. So let's say y'all getting four hundred a day. Let's let's put a hundred dollars up just in case. 
because you got to file your taxes for the business at the end of the year. But $400 a day just for making a phone call, come on. Yeah, that's good money. They're clean money. Clean. Clean tax. You can put your taxes up. Yeah. Come on. So you got it. Well, if I did, I ain't going to tell you. But but what I'm trying to say, I mean, I I ain't trying to be rude. I'm just, we on a a conference call. Then there's a lot of people that's listening to this. But what what I was trying to say. I can tell people listening. Because I, I, earlier in the conversation, I was saying you never let people know what you're really doing. Like, people, they might think you How do you know everybody listening? How do you know people listening? How, like, how do you know? How can you tell? Chill. Chill. Yes. See? She wanted to know how many, we know people listening to this conversation. Yeah, people, people be listening to it now. There's is a uh, way that I'll be able to see it. But the other problem is the main people that's listening to the show after the show is over because once you say whatever you say, it's on here forever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, being that he also said that, you know, maybe I, I, I'm i just throwing it out there, but there are other media networks listening to stuff like this. And if they see something they like or hear something they like, they can put you on something bigger like XM. Yeah. You know, like that Breakfast Club thing, you know, you could get a much bigger ticket. I, but that wasn't even on my radar because the stuff I talk about is too controversial. So I wasn't. Oh, you know even... what I was listening? You know what I was listening? Listen, check this out. Mm. I was listening to um, a, a, a live talk show on YouTube, and they mm. were talking about. Um, um, I want to get it right. I don't want to say, say it wrong. They were talking about marital discipline. Mm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And and they were saying like um, women being submissive and like um, talking about women being submissive and marital yeah like I said marital marital uh, discipline mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and they were saying like um, <clears throat> I said that some people have behaviors and I said I said everything doesn't apply to everybody but I feel like some people might need mean discipline because <clears throat> growing up you know have mother and a father. Mm-hmm. When you marry your husband, you know, husband takes on their role of the mother and the father, the the the, the head of the household, the disciplinary. So, mm-hmm. like, of course, everybody, everything doesn't apply to everybody. But mm-hmm. if there is, you know, um, if there is a you know issue, you know, that comes up and you need to be disciplined, like, is that okay? I feel like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, that's where it is. Where where is the line being drawn? When it comes to like abuse and being, you know, I guess I, I felt like it's the same line when there's a parent in the child. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You discipline out of love because you don't want that person to hurt themselves. Same thing with a baby. I was saying like the baby wasn't stick her hand in the socket. You know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. you would smack her hand down because you don't want to hurt herself. Not to hurt her, but to let her know that, you know, you can't do that. So sometimes you do have to get physical. Sometimes you do. But it's not to, you know, like per se, I guess, you know, hurt them, but just let them know like this is what you can't do because you're going to hurt yourself. Mm. Everybody else, same time. Well, so I do believe in marital discipline. I do. I get it. If you if you if you know your um, your wife's friend is smoking crack, and they hang out and they've been friends since high school, you might not want her around her too long because you know right. eventually, right, right, you know why? Yeah, 
But how do you discipline? I mean, you don't mean like physically. I mean, I guess it could come to that because it's like when your mom talked to you. I said, don't go over there no more. And then, okay, all right. Then next time you still over there again. I, but I told you twice already. So then what do I need to do next because the, the, the verbal is not working. So I may need to get physical. My mom never, like, broke my jaw or, like, hurt hit me to hurt me. But, yeah, she put her hands on me sometimes. Yeah. We're talking, talking about marital discipline. So, you know what that mommy of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mommy of. Not her, but I do believe in it. Some people need it. DNA. Yeah. It mommy of. But what about the woman disciplining the man, like vice versa? How does that work? I mean, either way. I mean, it's either way. You know, marriage is submission, so it, it works both ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, work, it works both ways. It works both ways. So how would you discipline your husband if he wasn't listening to you? And you know what? I would think that I was evolved enough to where though I would I don't have to go through. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say that, but I would hope that I wouldn't go past the verbal. I, I wouldn't have to put. I don't want to do that. Like you know, I'm I'm not about boundaries. So it's like if I got to put my hands, like, that's a whole lot. Like I mean, we, I don't know what, what we might need to do. I feel like I need to put my hands on you. But um, I would hope that we can just be verbal. I can't hope. I hope we can just be verbal. You know. Right. Because I believe in giving people fair chances. Like, I can tell you something. My mom's telling me, I told you twice, so you three times already now. And I'm repeating myself, and I'm going to have to do something about it because nothing is working. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you do what you got to do. Mm. Yeah. Everybody not the same out here, you know? Everybody, but you're not going to treat your husband like, like your son. Everybody. No, not at all, no. I mean, like I say, like, hopefully you wouldn't have, in the, you're in an evolved relationship. And like I said, the man is the head of the household, so you shouldn't have to discipline him. But women, we do have behaviors. Like we do. I'm a woman, so I know. Mm. I have behaviors. So I mean, like you know, that could, that might need to be checked at some point. Mm. You be reminded that you know you're not just living alone. Like now we we together, so you need to be mindful of it's us. It's not just you by yourself. Wow. And that's a good topic, you know, and that might be a topic next week. It's an awesome topic, and most black, most women don't mm. want to tap into it because it's like, oh, you crazy. And it's just like, no, but you rather have somebody knock you upside your head, and then you be screaming, oh, he abused me. Bitch, we're not going to play them. We're not going to play the victim role. Sorry, that's the B word. But, yeah, it's like, you know, women like to play the victim role, too, because we got this whole abuse thing going on, too. Mm. We play on that shit, too. And it's like, you know, like, again, if you out there doing stuff that you're supposed to be doing, and your husband, you're, you know, so next other than told you twice once, and it's only for the sake of yourself. It ain't just because, like, I'm just trying to, like, Run you or control you, but if I say, babe, I want you out there at four o'clock in the morning, you know, driving that car because you're doing ABC and one through three, and then I got this the fourth time I'm telling you, I mm. might have to put my hands on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, like, the, the husband takes the disciplinary role. Like, that's the thing about that's why you give, your parents give you the fuck away, is because she's giving you to your husband to take mm. care of you, to be responsible for you. So, again, I might need to smack your baby fingers and sticking his hand inside the socket. Doesn't mean I'm abusive. I right. need to stop you from doing it. The same thing from the same thing from me. Again, every time apply to them, I don't need to be controlled. So that's not my problem. But some women are they out there? But some women are out there. And they they are they they do they do, they do need that. They need that. Sorry, but they do. Well, I'm glad a woman is saying this. Everything don't apply to everybody. Like I say, everything don't apply to everybody. Because Lord knows if a if a brother was out yeah. here and said that, you never know what could happen. We don't even know how to be in a relationship because we're so used to being single, don't even on our own. So a lot of times we don't even know how to be in a relationship. So like again, you got to be thinking you're not just by yourself and then trying to have a thing with somebody else. So I mean, behaviors need to be checked. That's all I'm saying.
No, I'm li- uh, I look. I'm glad you brought it up because I know some very promiscuous women, right? And I know yeah. some very promiscuous men. But a lot of times, the woman is hurt because she'll get stuck with the kids or she'll get a bad reputation. Da da da. So when she finally meets somebody that really care about her, he's not going to want her to disrespect herself or even have a whole bunch of kids by different men. But again, like how how far do you take the discipline? I mean, again, I mean, like this this this. I mean, like this is an evolved conversation. Mm-hmm. So, um, like this is not. I mean, I, this is that everything applies to everybody, and I already right. said that in the beginning. Um, right. I mean, I will be hope that you're mature enough to, you know, it's, it's, it's out of my hands and, you know, you let it go because mm. I can't be sick. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, like I say, I mean, I don't handle those problems. I don't, I, I'm controlling myself. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much aware of, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in this world by myself and I don't, I'm always aware of what I'm doing. Like, that's it. I'm always aware, so. <clears throat> I don't have that problem. I'm, I'm good. But for those who do, I think, you know, use it at your destruction. Is is that a cultural thing? Is that just in certain cultures, or is that universal? I don't think that. I think that's universal, but we call it abuse here. We call it abuse here. I think if it was structured, you get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I just don't know people that just be going fighting, fighting for no reason. Like, I don't know some people that be doing it. I mean, I've seen the movie Burning Bean, and that's, like, a rare case. But I don't know the people that be just, 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 going, just getting their head just getting their head knocked off for no reason. It's like, no. <clears throat> I'm glad you're being honest because a lot yeah. of sisters do that, but they they not gonna admit it. Of course they don't, cause they like being a victim. Cause that's what's popular right now. I'm never, I'm not no victim. Like I'm, I'm not no victim. No. Every fight that I got into with a man, I could it could have been avoided, but it was my mouth. Wow. Yo, I'm so glad you was you just so straightforward with this because. I know I'll it's connect not like with writer, but it's just like them. Like how are you going? Like just like your parents. The same thing is like with them. Like how how am I supposed to like show you anything if you think you know everything? You know, right, right, right. Like you be popping out your fucking like you don't know everything. That's why we together. I'm talking about an evolved couple. Right, 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 right. It's like how you don't. It's like them. Like relax and open yourself up. Like you don't know everything. That's why I'm here. I'm here to show you some shit. Like I don't, I don't know everything. Right. And when you stop learning, that means you did. Yep. And see, that's why we've been friends so long. How long have we been friends now, then? For quite a few years now. Quite a few years you just, you just real. I mean, you, you, you 100, and I, I got to <laughs> Most sisters I know would never admit what you just said, but it's real. I know, it's what hard. I mean, like, when it, it, is, what it is what it is. I mean, it just it is what it is. Because I can, I mean, it was, it was times that, you know, you know, you look back in retrospect, <clears throat> and I've been in relationships, and it was easy to say, oh, he was abusive. It was easy for me to say that. But like, like I say, it, it takes two a lot of times. And um, I'm not saying in every case, that, you know, every case. Go ahead. But um, a lot of times, it was me. 
is me. And guess what? And if he probably wouldn't have stopped this to a whole, I probably would have kept doing it over and over and over again. If he wouldn't have, like, did that. Mm. It's all, like, fear in, in, some, in some aspect. I would have did it over and over again. I would have did it because I, I know me. <laughs> so I was only mad because I got caught in the shit that I was doing. It. I was like, oh, mm. like, oh, you wanted me, so now I'm mad. So now he abuses. Mm. And he's like, you playing. Like, you playing. That, that gets annoying after a while. You keep telling myself over and over and keep doing it. It gets annoying after a while. Mm. Yo, I'm so glad that you said what you just said because, again, um, I think other, I mean, other um, background, you know, it's, it's not really to be said. It ain't really to be talked about because you know it is the order. It, it is the way it is. But mm. I think that, like I say, you know, this westernized, you know culture and like how things are set up here mm-hmm. it's made to capitalize also like I say it's big money and, and you see more shelters open up you see more things open up it's big money and people playing a victim mm-hmm. and not to take anything away from people that's, that are being abused because it is some women out here that's being abused and some men so I'm not taking it away from them but I know a lot of times again mm-hmm. like I said that's not always the case a lot of times, not the case, especially now. Like you said, being being um, the victim is is it's what's popular. Even yeah, exactly. So even like in, say, if you know you have a husband, or you know you got a boyfriend, or anything other that's you know you can't say certain things, don't say it then. If, if that's not, then break up. You shouldn't have to walk on eggshells, so to speak. But just, just break up then. So even why why even be with that person? Just break up. Mm. But again, if you know somebody don't like certain things, then don't do that. Don't do that. No, yeah. No, you listen. You one hundred with it. I got it. Beca- it, be, it be, I think it becomes like the women. Like I say again, these women they used to be a single parents. Like that's how they raise. They raised by single men, women. They, mm. they don't know how to be a part of something bigger. So it's like mm. they butt heads. They both trying to be in control. It's like, well, you know. Mm. They don't. They don't know. They don't really know anything about coming together, coming one. I don't know. Protection, love is protection. They don't know about this. They think it's oh, he's trying to control me, and it's just like, I mean, no, not at all. Not in all cases. Mainly trying to protect, not control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are like I said. My granddaughter here. It's not. I'm trying to hurt. I just want to protect. Her. I'm not trying to control her, but I mm. want to protect. Her. I don't want to get electrocuted by the motherfucking socket. Right. I need to pop her in. I'm going to do it. And it's funny you said that because a lot of times things are in place to save people's lives and they don't even realize. The same thing in the Quran that talks about um, <clears throat> uh, they they misinterpret that they say um you can beat your wife you know as light as a feather and they say well how is that I said well it's metaphorically it's the same thing as a baby if a baby goes near a light socket or you know a stove over and over again it's that, you know you know a certain period of time you go pop the hands because okay the talking is not working so I need to physically, you know, make contact with, you know, this being or whatever. So you mm. let them know that it's dangerous. It's light as a feather. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying, I'm not gonna hurt you. I need I need to put a thing to you so you can know don't touch this no more. You get what I'm saying? Right. Right, right, right. That's what that's what the Quran talks about when it talks about, you know, you allowed to discipline your wife. That's that's exactly what it is. It's that it's that right there. Doesn't mean I'm gonna break her jaw. Like right? it doesn't it doesn't mean that. Like it doesn't mean I'm gonna drag up and down the street. Doesn't mean it. That that is abuse. 
That's abuse. Yeah, breaking the jaw. I mean, I mean, you know, unless she's like molesting, you walk in and she's molesting the child or something. You know, again, something's different. But um, yeah, you know, you know this one. We're in the block party, Mama. It's one of our wins. Yeah, but I think that was a pretty good subject to step into. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's beyond pretty good. So for you. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, um, it's I'm glad you called in and I appreciate you. I just want to let you know that. I really do. I appreciate it. Because you, uh, you kept it 100. Yeah, you know, we already know. We know. Yeah, all right, no. You've you been keeping it 100. No, it is. That should be your name, 100. I used to say it, like, even, like, dealing with, like, women out here, it's just like, wow. It's like, I'm a woman, it's just like, wow, like, you're out of control, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you yeah, I'm sorry, but, like, is it a Western woman thing or just a woman in women in general? I think it's no. I think it's a Western thing. I think it's these these laws and these groups and like all like it's a lot of like influence, you know? Like yeah. like one of us like think it's pending and like we don't need no it's that thing. It's just it's that thing, it's that. And it's like we're not made to be like that because we wouldn't have came here in pairs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it was like it's not it's no such thing as it. I mean it's no such thing as a bit. Like we need each other. So it's just like I don't know, it's like, again, yeah, it's I get it's about money. It's about money or something. Well yeah, we like you said, the social programs for abuse victims and things of that nature yeah. is massive. It's like the prison system, you know, why so many young men in jail. It kinda takes away like I say, it kinda takes away you know, for the the people that are being abused, I feel so bad for them. Like the women that are really going through it. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Like, you know, because the shit is really going down too. But it's just like everybody. That's not everybody's case, yo. Because I see it. I swear, I see it moments wise. I witness. I witness with my sister with her boyfriend. Yeah, uh, she antagonize him. I see how she push buttons. I'm just like, yo. I mean, a person can only take but so much. It doesn't make it right. It's just like, damn. I mean, you gotta take, you gotta take responsibility for both of them, right? Right. If you and you were verbally assassinating me and hearing that my character's like, what what else am I gonna do? Like I can't I don't have the I don't have the words, so I'm I'm gonna hit you physically. It's the same thing. It's the same mm. thing. Because women we, we pull out secrets. Like anything you give us, they giving it right back. They gonna throw it up back up in your face again. That's how we hit you with that. That's how we say it. With them words. <laughs> that's why your mother was a never nothing. Like that's how <laughs> 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 Your mother never took care of you. She left you in the ball, so I'm like, they should they confide in you, then you go, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it makes it right. Right. Yeah, that tongue is a weapon. It's a sword, for real. So when you cut with them words, it's like, what else can I do? Like, I'm like, man. Mm. both ways, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah, but that's like a whole different thing, but I'm talking about disciplinary in the home. But your husband, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's right. I feel like the man is at it out, so... When he say go, and if it's not, and if you feel like that's not right, then you probably shouldn't be in that marriage because you picked him to be the head of your household to make those decisions. 
Mm-hmm. So, when he say go. Mm. 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 That's very interesting. It's not even a bad thing. Like, don't who wants the responsibility to make your fucking decisions anyway? So I said, pick somebody good. <laughs> pick somebody good. Who wants that responsibility? True. Just like not in a bad way, but I mean, like I said, I told, I mean, I know for a fact. It's like, yo, I don't. I'm a single parent, and I'm doing what I gotta do right now. I was like, but. This not how it's supposed to be, and I know that. It's like, I don't want everything to be on me. Why the hell would I want that? So I'm open. I can't wait. I get my husband. I don't have to do it all by myself. That's not what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it's about making good decisions. Six mine is good. You ain't to worry about him leaving you in the hell. You ain't to worry about that. Is he controlling? I think that's fine too. I mean, he should be in control. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with control? People say control is always a negative thing. I'm like, yo, shit should be in control. It should be in order. That's true. I was going to be chaos. Like, it's supposed to be in control. So, you be able to give you a fucking look and you straighten up. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I mean, I understand. And I agree with you. I see you that that show. Huh? I see you with that show. Oh, yeah? Now I'm looking at my, my roommate. She got a show. Oh. I wish we had some more callers to try in and like talk about this, that matter. I mean, have any women that says like, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's pretty much women. women. We know ourselves by choice, and everybody, every every woman wants a man that's in control. You know, that got this shit. Like I, I got it. Like who, who don't want that? For for men to say I got it. I don't know, I don't like the burden all on me, that's bullshit. I need a burden, but this is what they gotta do all by themselves, and you don't have to. But that seems the norm or the popular race. It is, yeah, that's norm. That's normal. It's not, not normal at all. That's not the norm. He being a woman and a man. Like I told my I said, I'm not your mother and father, you crazy? I'm not both, no I'm not. I mean I am, but I was like I'm not. Like no, I'm not. Yeah, normally they they had a hot topic. You know, a lot of the sisters had. Um, That's a hot topic. I think mar- yeah. marital marital uh, dispute is a hot topic. It's a good one. Oh. And another one is um 
That was a good one. That's, that's, one, that's the biggest thing, I think, that marital discipline. In America, a whole world just fell out. See, a lot of times, these men are not providers. See, we coming from an abusive situation. They're not providers. Like, they're not in control of themselves. Like, I'm not talking about those men. I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about people dealing with that right now. You know? Some people getting there, done that, trying to evolve, moving past that. It might need some uh, anger, uh, modification. That's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. You might need you might be you might need some behavior modification. That's that's me. That's that's about it. Like, but I'm good. I don't need no fucking. I don't need this. I'm good. I don't pay attention. Some people are looking for people to take care of. Like what? Some people are looking for some people to take care of, you know, like, like you said, providers. I mean, but nothing wrong with that either, because like, when you say that, I mean, what's wrong with that? I think everybody needs that to a degree. They look, they look for somebody to take care of them too. Most, you know what I'm saying? No, I, know, I just, I just, I just wanted to bring it up so it could be out in the open, because. Apparently, we have people on the phone that's scared to hit star eight because they don't want to sound stupid or. Nah, it's not. Okay. So it's not a stupid matter. It's about what I think it's. I think it's um. It's been going on. You know, talking about something old. But like I said again, when you don't have knowledge yourself, you know, people can capitalize off so those things like abuse is one of them. You know what I mean? Like those that are, that are, that's big. Domestic violence. That's real big. That's real big. That's like I said, it takes take away the responsibility from yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, you keep having these behaviors and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like some people are disciplinaries. Like some people like are made to be disciplinaries. Like, I believe that too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Like um, I don't, I don't know. Like, some 
gotta take responsibility. So, you know, I have, mm. so I know I can look at both sides of the coin. I can see where I could avoid this thing. Like, I could avoid this shit. See, that's it. I, I can't, not even avoid it, but I mean, I could counteract it. You know, I could, I, I knew, I knew, I, I, I created it. Created platform. That's the boundary. Mm-hmm. All right, but I'm glad you called in, but I'm going to have to, um, our time is up. All right, well, I appreciate Thank you so much for calling. I hope you call on next Sunday. We're going to really finish this conversation. That's going to be the topic. All right. Spousal discipline. Thanks, DNA. No problem. All right. All right, good people. Peace and love. We're going to half an hour over, but I got to go there. Somebody else's show is about to come on. And, uh, I'm outside. It's too noisy. Yo, man, that was a great show, boy. People, you already know when we say out in these hours that you talk. So anybody got any questions, comments, or concerns, you may email me at will.ofgod at my.com. So when I say out, it means obviously you talk. Great show, brother. Who's out? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.